Hey y'all, this is Courtney and Imani and you're listening to the Soul Sisters Podcast. This is the Soul Sisters Podcast. If you are listening in for the first time, thank you for joining us. And you are now officially part of the SSP community. So welcome. And for those of you who tuned in to season one and our previous episodes in season two, we appreciate your support so, so much. Um, We don't take it for granted and we just appreciate all the love and the support. Imani. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) How are you? I'm tired. And that's just what it is. I am tired. And not like, oh, I'm sleepy. No, 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 no. It's just like, I'm tired. Yeah. That's how I'm doing. Yeah. How are you? I resonate with that. I, today was a rough day. Um, Shed way Way too many tears than I probably should have, but you know, it's it's okay, you know. What happened? You know, the overachiever in me. Mm. Uh, you know, it was it was really a work thing, and like my for I guess my role and responsibilities weren't clearly outlined, and you know, working on a team that's supporting people onboarding can be very messy um and my my role and responsibility wasn't clear and like not even just that like no one knows what they're doing regarding this one process and so I got overwhelmed at the feeling of me not knowing that what for one the clarity of my roles and responsibilities but two the fact that no one knew what was going on (laughs) and not having a, a clear you know, pathway of how to navigate any of this. So, you know, shed some tears from being overwhelmed, but, you know, had a had a great talk with one of my mentors and she picked me right back on up and talked to my manager just about what's going on um, with this project. And, you know, we got a, we got a meeting on Monday and everything's going to be cleared up. And so it's going to be okay. I think that was, I think that was the sort of like the the nail in the coffin kind of thing. I think another part is I'm homesick and I don't think I I didn't think I realized that for a little bit. Um and I'm not saying like oh my gosh I need to be home. Uh, and I may maybe not so much homesick. I miss my family. Like I if my family came here I'd be fine. Um and so I think I realized that this week like oh homegirl like you've been in this pandemic and you've been dealing with all the other stuff regarding Black Lives Matter. You haven't seen your family in six months. I have never gone six months without seeing my family. Mm. And it just it just hit this week, I think. But nevertheless, I booked that flight and I'm going home. So Good for you. All I wanna I wanna probe on something that you said. You to say? be completely transparent, y'all, we don't have an episode topic. Okay. No, we We're... don't. <laughs> no. Listen. It was one of those weeks. It it was one of those weeks. So let's just call this a a mid-year review. A mid-year review. 
we'll we'll hit on that in a little bit but i want to probe on something that you said because you said you were feeling overwhelmed right Mm -hmm. that's understandable when thinking about you yourself you not knowing your roles and responsibilities within your job scope Mm -hmm. right you also said you felt overwhelmed because nobody else knew what to do yeah why were you feeling overwhelmed because yo You know what? what? My mommy asked me the same thing. She goes, why do you take on this heaviness? (laughs) She literally just asked me. I think because it was one of those things where I felt like, I don't know. I know there's so many people involved in this, um, in this process. And with my roles and responsibilities not clear, like wondering, like, was I responsible for making sure everyone was in the in the clear and the know about all of this? I wasn't. That was confirmed by my manager who's like, yeah, there's like three different leads don't even know what we're doing. Um, so he's like, yeah, none of this is on you. So that made me feel better. But in the moment, that's how I felt. And I'm one of those people. I I take on stuff. I take on other people's stuff, which is not healthy. But Well, twofold. Okay. Imani, your sister in Christ. <laughs> is going to say um you know the bible does talk about um you know us carrying each other's burdens and laying down your life right yes (laughs) but like just imani simone homegirl why if unnecessary and not i'm not even just talking about that because i know you are still feeling the burden oh you know it the whole Black Lives Matter, um, the recent, you know, tragic killings that has happened, which many people are, but I can tell, like, you're really taking it hard, and it's really a burden for you. It is. Like, I'm taking tomorrow off. (laughs) Like, I am. Like, I just, I don't know. Maybe it's just me being the empathetic part. Like, I carry... I carry so much emotion around, like, other people's, like, ugh. And I know it's not, like, healthy to do so, but, like, I'm one of those people that, like, if you're hurting and I'm talking to you, like, I'm going to feel that. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to feel that. Like, and you know I've experienced this with you. Like, it's like, ugh. I don't, I don't want somebody to, I don't want you to be hurt. Listen, I I may be going through, Courtney will be more hurt about it than I am. I think that's the fun (laughs) part. I really do. I'll be like, I'm good. Like, no, like you don't have to pretend that you're good. I'm not pretending. I'm just like, it is what it is. Mm. I think maybe that's something for you to reflect on. (sighs) Because in the instance of like, Black Lives Matter and everything that's transpired, you're not just taking on the emotions of one person or two people. I'm not. It's like you're taking on the emotions of an entire community. Yes. And I see how it is affecting. You do? Oh, it's so obvious. How do you see that? I mean, you know me, so. Um, You've never said that. I can just tell. Yeah. You pick and choose your battles. I pick and choose when I want to have certain conversations and when I don't. And um, I can tell it really is taking a toll on you. I think part of it is um, you're pretty much in like HR, right? 
I am an HR. So that's that's it. That's another part of it. God bless y'all. Between listen, between Black Lives Matter and COVID, shout out to all the people in HR because if anyone has had it at work, it's y'all. Child, you have but no I, I commend y'all for what what y'all do. Um, but I can just tell. I can tell it is really weighing on you. It is. It, which it's weighing on a it's weighing on a lot of people, but I mean I don't know everybody. I'm not yeah I don't know everybody all like that. Um, <laughs> I just don't. I can just tell how it's impacting you heavily on top on top of life itself. Well, on that's top of I, life, that's Jesus. why I'm saying I think you probably want to f- find a way to filter through your emotions this has become a like therapy session because i'm pretty sure you're not called to activism just saying that now you know exactly (laughs) um in my own way prayer i can i can yeah but you're not supposed to be on the front line not at all at least not now in this season that could change but um so i think that's maybe you want to reflect on that a little bit I appreciate you. Because you can't continue. Like, honestly, and I hate it. Like, we, we always got to push through. Like, that's just, that's just in our nature as black people. At the same time, like, it cannot stop you from focusing on what you need to focus on and, and doing what you need to do. Quite honestly, mm-hmm. and I was having a conversation with someone about this, I feel as though the enemy takes moments like this and uses it as like smoke screens and distractions to get people off track, um, to get believers off track in terms of them not paying attention to what they should actually actually be diverting their energy and time and resources to. So, like, with the whole, um, you know, Black Lives Matter movement, a lot of people are, like, protesting, which there's nothing wrong with that, right? That's great. Not everyone is called to be at the forefront of these protests. Not everyone is called to activism. And so I think it's important for us to discern um, how we use our time and energy when it comes to uh, responding and taking a stance when moments like these happen. Mm-hmm. Cause activism, it takes a it's it takes a huge toll on you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And even if you're not um, partaking in activism, just like seeing the content, mm-hmm. living it out, that's exhausting in itself. And I really don't want us to get sidetracked from what God wants us to do in this moment, in this dispensation. That's my take on it. And that's probably why, and I expressed this last week, that's probably why I don't, I have not done as much as I probably could because I know, like, I'm not supposed to be out (laughs) in the streets protesting right now. I'm, that's not, that's not what I'm supposed to be focused on. And I think we abuse time so much think about it we're halfway through the year a lot of us have been working from home for the past three months a lot of us have been given extra time with our families extra time at at home and I really feel it's a season of grace I believe I don't take it for granted now I do miss human interaction I do but at the same time I have so much liberty to do the things that I know that God is calling me to do and I don't want us to waste this time because you're only graced to do things, particular things in a certain season. 
And yes, God is a redeemer of time, but sometimes you don't get that time back. And so honestly, that's been one of my um, thoughts and prayers just for the body overall, just not to waste this time. And I'm not trying to undermine the severity of everything that's going on because I understand um, the magnitude of trauma that black communities are facing right now. I get it. At the same time, it's important for us to stay focused on what the Father is instructing us to do. Make good points. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to reflect on that later, but you make good yeah. points. You did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. I'm, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm making good points. You that's did. Not yeah, why that, that's yes. exactly. That's not what, what I'm saying. Yes. That's exactly what you're saying. I wanted, my, my mind was saying something different than what <laughs> I was verbally saying. But I, and for me, it, I don't know. I get excited, right? So, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm praying about everything that's going on, but I still get so excited because, quite frankly, 2020 is not going in a way that any of us expected. <laughs> like, at all. And I know, and I can speak to that from my personal life to what's going on in the world. It is going haywire. Like, I don't... You know, mm-hmm. however, I, like, I just know God is setting himself up to do something crazy. And even if that doesn't come to pass this year, um, I just know it's going to be, it's going to be bananas. And yeah. that is what gets me excited. Yeah. And I think us as believers, we have to hold on to his word. And not, and not just the Bible, but, you know, if God has revealed anything to us um, in our t- in our time with him, um, we have to hold on and, and realize that we're, we're in this world, but we're not of it. And remember, at the end of the day, like, God is sovereign. Yeah. He's the one that's still in control. Yeah. And so I really don't want us to get caught up in the shenanigans that's going on. Hmm. What? No, you've said a lot, so I'm just, like, processing. It's going to take me some time. But plus one to everything that you said. Mm-hmm. Um, you're absolutely correct. Um, and I think it's, I think for me, it's not a, a place where I'm like, oh, God, I don't know. How are you going to get us out of this? Like, I'm, I don't feel that way at all. Um, I've even told people like this, I know this hasn't caught God by surprise. So for me, it's not like, um, like the time, like the stuff is happening in the world. I still know at the end of the day, like there's just like, like we talked about last week, there's just so much of God's goodness still in the world. So it's like, yeah, these things are happening, but God it's is full still... of his goodness. Exactly. <laughs> the earth is full exactly. of his goodness. Mm-hmm. And so this one, I'm like, and I think for me, it's, I know that I hold on to that, but that doesn't, that doesn't take away from me still feeling like mm-hmm. I still feel, I feel, I feel every, I'm, I'm, and you know, I'm one of those people. I feel everything. I feel, I feel everything, which mm-hmm. is a blessing and a curse, but. That's where we're at it with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we are halfway through 2020, yeah. which is crazy because 
Christmas. It just seemed like the holidays was yesterday. It seemed like <laughs> someone said it's almost Eve. Christmas. <laughs> Listen, pretty much. My grandma, I need to start getting lists together. My grandma. My grandma said I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start working on Christmas early. I said, "What's early, grandma?" She goes, "July." I said, "What?" Listen. I said, "Grandma, what?" <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. And so thinking about um, everything that you've experienced this year. Yeah. How are you feeling about 2020 thus far um, in terms of just, like, your personal life? If yeah. there was, like, any goals you have or what? Yeah. Um, in general, if, if I reflect and I look and I say whatever, like, when it boils down to it, 2020 has not been, uh, this part of 2020 has not been awful it hasn't been like lord i'm not gonna make it another day awful 2020 has had their its moments um 2020 um has brought a lot of joy but also has brought some pain um 2020 this so far this year uh you know like everyone else interrupted travel plans and haven't had much interaction and things like that. Um, I've learned a lot of lessons. Goals-wise, I have reached both of my financial goals for the year uh, so far. So I'll just continue to push those, which I'm really proud of. And I think that's one of the best things about being quarantined. Because looking at my budget and everything, I was like, what was I spending money on? Like, like what? Like, being able to double... And, and triple my savings per month compared to when I, when we weren't quarantined, trying to figure out what was I spending money on, especially because my grocery bill is higher because I'm, you know, home all day and, and my job isn't feeding me. Um, so that's one of the things that I realized, uh, which I, that is a good thing that has come out of COVID for me. I've learned about my passions. I've learned about the things that I want. I've learned about things I'm good at that I had no idea about. Things that like really interest me, like gardening and and things I love to do, like baking. And um, I think 2020 was good uh, for allowing me to reconnect with God in a way where I'm not in a rush, where my mornings are my mornings, my nights are my nights, and it's not like, well, I gotta like you know, get ready and make it to the shuttle so I can get to work. Like none of that. It's I'm here. I don't got no meetings until 10. I can start working whenever, but I'm going to take this, this time before I open my laptop to spend some time with God. And I think making that a priority and being disciplined in that, uh, has been great. Um, but at the same time, 2020, like if you would have told me, 2019 like hey you're gonna be put on anxiety meds I would have laughed at you because I would have never thought uh I would have never thought that my anxiety would have taken me to a place where I had to be on medicine um and so I think that's one of the things where I was like it's it's now I'm used to taking it. It's sort of just like it, the pill is so small, sort of like candy and not like it's routine. But in the beginning, when I first started taking, it, I just couldn't believe that my anxiety had overtaken me that much to where I had to rely on Jesus and a pill to help me with um, those anxious feelings and thoughts. But overall, I can't I can't say 2020 has been like the 
you know, so far the worst year of my life. I can't say that. Um, mm -hmm. and, and like, and that's something to be grateful about. Yeah. Mm. What about you? I'm laughing because I really don't have the verbiage to describe how this year has been for me. It has not been the worst year. It's been a challenge, though. Mm. Um, and when I say worst, I mean, like, traumatic, um, you know, things of that nature. But it has been a challenge, and it has required a new level of faith and a new level of discipline. Mm. Um, just the year starting off, like making a, a tough decision concerning the relationship I had with my mother. And then just so much like unexpected happened, unexpected deaths in the family, unexpected moves, like physically me moving unexpected, um, you know, financial costs and just a whole bunch of stuff that was just unexpected. Now, it's very interesting because I've experienced some pretty like great highs in my life, but also lows, mm -hmm. low moments at the same time. So like career wise, I'm feeling great, right? I'm giving a lot of giving a lot of opportunities at work, getting the exposure that I want, really feel like, okay, yes, I'm establishing myself as a professional. But man, when I close that laptop, <laughs> there have been times where I'm just like, God, I'm not going to make it through this day without you. I have learned in this season, God is my daily bread. I need him every single day. I've had moments where I felt like I was about to lose my mind. Yeah. So I know what it what it's like to, to now I truly understand what it means to have the peace that surpasses all understanding. Um, but I'm, I'm also grateful for this season, um, just this year, honestly. Um, there's been a lot of growth. There's been um, a lot of maturing. There's also been an increase in knowledge. So like just biblically um, from a work standpoint, but also thinking about different concepts uh, such as like leadership or even just thinking about how the, the human mind works in terms of like relationships and social interaction and interconnectedness and really seeing how um continuing to see how what we do in the childhood uh plays out and in and, and getting a better understanding of navigating relationships with people most importantly i think one of the biggest lessons for me is truly learning like that biblical definition of love mm. not in a romantic way but you know when it says love is patient love is kind love does not boast um love bears all, just all of that learning that and just learning how to love someone the way that god has instructed us to love how did you and, and not in a romantic or sexual way at all. Just really learning how to love. How did you learn? How did you learn that? Um, through a personal relationship, and quite honestly, it was just like, wow, I really like this person. At the same time, a lot of the stuff this person does really 
takes me there. Like, it irks me. And I don't like it. However, because I enjoy this person, I am willing to uh, commit to the friendship, um, the relationship, as they are learning how to evolve and mature as I am. Because I understand I'm not easy to deal with all the time. And there are things that I do that, you know, take people off and or people don't like. But it's making the choice to not cut someone off because I'm good for cutting off people. I'm good for blocking people. I'm good for it. I really am. I just have a low tolerance for just anything drama related, shenanigans. I have a low tolerance for it because um, that was that was the majority of my life last decade and I want no parts of it but now as I am maturing I'm understanding how to meet people where they're at I'm understanding how to see people the way that God sees them but also seeing the God in them as well because a lot of times that is what keeps me (laughs) like that is what makes me view someone in a positive light seeing the God in you and that's that why are you making all these facial expressions towards me because I'm thinking Huh. Okay. Alrighty. You've made some interesting points. And I think that's something like that's something that I have actually been actively praying on. Like, God, let me see people the way that you see them. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And honestly, I've been doing quite a bit of reflecting just as like me as a woman. Um, me as a, a woman of God, <laughs> me as a, a professional, me as a person, and surprisingly enough, one person that has really opened my, pers- opened my mind to a few things, I'm reading Michelle Obama's mm. autobiography, which is phenomenal, by the way, and for me, it's been easy for me to receive, um, quote unquote, receive advice for her or really take heed to her perspective because she's an accomplished woman. She had the bag before Barack, okay? Like, you know, she had the bag before Barack. She was doing it. (laughs) Hashtag. Listen. Hashtag had the bag. And so she was, you know, talking about how um, she did not want Obama to run for senator. He's been in, you know, politics since 96, Mm -hmm. right? Which I had no idea. Um, she didn't want him to run for office, but then she said, who, who was I to stop his optimism? Yeah. Like he had so much belief in himself and other people had belief in him. Who am I to stop it? Yeah. And then she said, I had to think about myself as an accomplished, she's accomplished driven, mm-hmm. goal oriented. She's been that way since she was young. And she said, now here I am entering a relationship in a marriage with the man who's just as accomplished as I am, but he's not like boasting about his accomplishments. It's just his purpose is so vibrant, so loud, you can't ignore it. Mm-hmm. And I have to think about myself and what is going to continue to make me fulfilled as I take on the role of someone's wife mm-hmm. and supporting my husband. Mm-hmm. And her, the transitions that she's had to make from being a single woman to a married woman, and then there were a few years before they had kids, just those conversations that, you know, she shared about them going to counseling and and just saying how 
Barack did the things that he wanted to do, but I was stopping myself from doing the things that I wanted to do because I feel like I had to alter my entire life to cater to him when that wasn't really the case and he wasn't asking me to. Mm. So, for example, she was very much so into working out. And she was like, after I had kids, I couldn't figure out how he managed to work out. And I would get upset because I'm not working out, but he was still working out. But then she was like, I had to think. If I wanted to really work out, I could. I just had to adjust. Mm -hmm. So she just started, like, working out early in the morning. And so it's those conversations that make me think about myself um, being an accomplished woman and, you know, knowing at a certain point in time, like, I'm going to get married, I'm going to have kids. Um, and now I'm, I'm understanding um, or learning a little bit more about, like, the role of, of, of being someone's wife, which I hate saying that because I'm really not trying to be in a relationship right now or anything like that. But just knowing how, um, you know, as women or as wives, really, you know, having to support your husband, right, and, and letting him lead and being the head of household. But how does a woman do that um, when she's used to being so accomplished in herself? Mm. So... I feel like I was all over the place, but that's where I'm at <laughs> this year. So just doing a lot of learning and, and, and just, listen, I'm just trying to be a better person. Yeah. And I'm doing it for me. Like, yeah, yeah I want to get married. Yeah, I want to get, I'm, I'm doing it for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you can't be good for you, how can you expect to be good for others? Exactly. Yeah. Which is why I have not poured energy into other people or at least explicitly apparently i have been but what what do i mean by that i'm not i'm gonna be honest i haven't gone out my way to like check in on people i just haven't you know what i mean yeah 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 don't stop me from loving y'all i just you know it's life life happens life happens yeah Mm -hmm. What? Okay, so you're making all these facial expressions. I'm literally you have just reflecting your lips a certain way. I'm literally you have just glanced at me, ma'am. Like I, some of the things I have said are very jarring to you. What is going on in your mind? I'm literally just reflecting on all that you said. You said a lot. You've said a lot in this recording. So I'm like yeah. reflecting on a lot. Um, and I, I, you know, you know me. It takes. It takes time for me to process stuff. So this these conversations may happen offline. But huh. I don't even know where to start. <laughs> and all that you said. But I think I think and when it comes to this growth mindset, I think it's important, especially in this space where we have free reign um, and so much time to grow like if you're I just you know I've seen these you know those tweets like if you're not if you're the same person you were when like before quarantine happened like you you didn't use it wisely the time or whatever I just think God has given us this time to really like let's get back to the basics like let's get back to building your relationship building intimacy with God getting to know him getting to know yourself in this process this is the perfect time to get to know yourself because you're spending most of your time with yourself and so go ahead I was gonna say I spend all my time with myself that's one thing I learned like yeah 
Imani, girl, you got some work to do. And the, and honestly, and with that, knowing, hey, yeah, 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 homegirl, this, <laughs> this ain't it. This, this ain't it. There's no reason why you should be getting annoyed with this little thing. Knowing, like, knowing those things and being honest with yourself, that is the only way you're going to be able to grow. That's the only way that you're going to be able to say, um, I took the time to get to know myself and get to know the things that I love about myself and those things that I'm like, yeah, those things had to be corrected. Um, I think with, when it comes to growing, you have to do the work. The work is hard. The work is hard when it comes to growing and yeah, you probably shouldn't do this or, um, let's, let's, let's not do this as much. Um, uh, for me, one of my things is let's not be overly emotional. Cause I can, I can be as emotional. I don't know as, I don't know, as I don't know, but I'm, I'm emotional. Um, were you going to say I could be as emotional as a bear? As a baby. Oh, I was about to say, uh, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. As a, ba- like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm one of those people that can cry the drop of a dime and like, you fuss at me, I'm going to cry. Like, I'm just one of those people. And so realizing like, Hey, you can't always be like that. Like you have to, you know, you got to choose and pick and choose when, it's appropriate to be emotional when you should choose to f- share your feelings. One of the things I've also realized is like everything don't need to be uh, addressed. That's one of my biggest things. I feel like I explain my feelings about everything. It's like everything doesn't need to be addressed. But at the same time, it's like, but you're not I'm not honoring my feelings. But, at the, you know, there's other ways to honor your feelings without addressing specific things that don't need to be addressed. You know what, Imani? I'm not finna play with you. No, I, I I don't know why. Anytime we talk about feelings, I cringe. I don't know why. <sighs> I gotta work on something. Clearly, clearly, there's something within me. I gotta work on. I just ugh. and not to say I don't have feelings. I very much so do. I'm actually more emotional than what people realize. I just like an onion. You gotta peel back the layers. Not everyone's gonna see that side of me. Um. But I told you, like, man, feelings can really make you, it can influence ir- irrational decisions. And I just don't have time for that. I've, I did that. I've done that before. I wasted time doing that. So I allow myself to feel. Could I let myself feel a little bit more? Yeah, probably. But it's just something about these feelings. I'm just like, I'm like, God, I give it to you. Cause I, See, I'm the opposite. Mm-mm. I don't know how to let the feelings go. I'll, I'll allow my myself to feel as long as I need to feel. Cause at the, cause at this point it's like, I'm not in my head. I'm like, it's not, I'm not going to feel any better if I don't get this out. If I don't allow myself to feel it, like, what is that going to do? Because either it's going to build up and there's something that's going to happen and it's going to cause the, the volcano to erupt or I might as well just say what I need to say. And like, yeah, I think there's a difference between allowing yourself to feel and wallowing in your feelings. Wallowing? That is my opinion. Yes, that is. Because some people like to be in their feelings. That's true. Some people, that is their, I don't want to say they thrive in that space, but that's where they like to be. So there's a happy medium, I guess we could say. Okay, I'll speak for myself. <laughs> There's a happy medium <laughs> for me. It's one thing to wallow 
But I think, but sometimes sitting in your feeling, allow yourself to feel like that doesn't have a time limit. You know what I mean? Like I can see if like, and I'm guilty of this. Sometimes I do wallow, but sometimes I'm just like, that really hurt my feelings. And, and it's not until I say something where I don't, where I feel better. If I feel better after saying something, I'm like, there's no need for me to wallow in it. I usually wallow when I don't say anything because now I'm like, I'm carrying these feelings and I, that's that's a fair point i think my perspective is this you can be wallowing in your feelings and whatever feelings you have if it's directed towards a person that person is out there like not caring about your feelings they they are sleeping well but if i told you then there's no need for me to wallow that's fine but sometimes people don't get the reaction that they want when they express themselves and they continue to wallow. <laughs> but listen, I'm t- I'm telling I listen. Oh, I hope I don't sound so heartless. Sometimes people just don't care. Like people literally just don't care and they will continue to live their lives. I'm sorry. Like I, people just don't care as much as they claim they do as much as they say they do or maybe they do care. It just don't have the best the best tools or the right tools to express how they care. I will say that. And I think especially during this time, a lot of people are trying to manage many things right now. That's fair. Mm -hmm. So we have six more months left Mm -hmm. of the year. What are you anticipating or expecting? (laughs) To make it through. No, I'm kidding. Um, But seriously, um, I really want to take the end of this year to continue to grow, continue to get better. I I would love to enter into 20 and that's my goal to enter into 2021 20, with in a sense I guess new and improved Courtney to you know find to refine those things <laughs> uh that need to be refined to work on those things that you know need to be worked on but also like those things that I'm really good at strengthening those things um, and continuing to be knowledgeable about the word, continuing to spend time and build intimacy with God. When it, I think because of COVID and everything else, the expectations of like, oh, like this is what I wanted to do this year of like traveling or um, seeing people like whatever that like that is so much so out the window but this year it's very much so of like becoming a better person I think thinking about the rest of 2020 yeah just becoming the my the best version of myself um to develop those talents and skills and just be the best Courtney I can be mm-hmm. yeah what about you Um, what I, what am I anticipating? What am I expecting? You know what? I'm just, I'm expecting God to do something crazy in my life. (laughs) Um, and that can mean anything. I don't know what that looks like. I'm not even going to think about it. You know, the fact that I wake up every day, that's a blessing in itself. Right. But I just feel like everything that I've experienced in my life is not 
in my life, but in 2020 um, is not in vain. And quite honestly, and we had a conversation about this at the beginning of the year. COVID is a great example why I do not like writing New Year's <laughs> because you never know what's going to happen. You told me that. And so I think moving forward, I'm not sure if I'm going to do New Year's resolutions because quite frankly, you just never That's know fair. what's going to happen. I think it's good to have like certain goals for yourself, like long, short-term goals, long-term yeah. goals. But to say, hey, I want to accomplish this this year, unless it's told to me directly by God himself, I don't think I'm going to do yeah. that. Because eh, all the goals that I had ran for this year, I'm not going to say I threw them out the door, but it's just kind of like I'm shifting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and whatever, you know, maybe what I was thinking – what I thought God wanted me to do this year has completely shifted, yeah. which it has. It, it really has. You know, there are certain things, you know, financially and spiritually that I want to accomplish. But honestly, and I tell Courtney this all the time, I take it day by day. Don't ask me what I'm doing next week. Don't, hey, don't ask me what I'm doing tomorrow because I'm literally taking it day by day. And I, that, honestly, that's just what I want to do for the rest of this year. And I, I, I understand why Jesus told, told us not to worry about tomorrow. I get it. I get it. So I'm I'm going to continue to hold on to the fact that God is my daily yeah. bread. And li- literally just call out to him every single day. In everything. God, help me with this presentation. Yeah. God, help me with this data analysis at work. Because I really don't know what I'm doing. Man. Like, <laughs> God, give me the right syntax uh, and 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 help me with the storytelling of this of this presentation because i really don't know what i'm doing but yep. you put me in this position and i know i don't deserve it, it and i shouldn't be here so god everything that you've given me i need your help to maintain yep. from the job to the apartment yep hey the furniture the dishes god man, help me listen. Not my dishes man listen just i i i need Burn god. my food man listen i need god every single day and that's the same that's the posture that i want to maintain mm-hmm. for the rest of the year yeah. quite frankly i don't know what's gonna happen yeah i don't i know it's gonna be great i know god's gonna do some amazing things for the rest of this year um and hey even if that doesn't look like what i think it mm-hmm. should he's still yeah, good absolutely so I don't even know if I answered the question. Maybe because I really don't have a direct you did. answer. You did. <laughs> but that that's how I'm feeling about the rest of this year. That's good. Day by day. Yeah. Do we have a Bible? We don't. When, y'all, <laughs> when I, y'all, when I tell y'all, mm, it's been that way. I got one. I got one. Get it. I got one. Okay. Psalms. Psalm or Psalms? Can we settle this? I thought there there's multiple Psalms. There's multiple. <laughs> <laughs> Is there not? <laughs> like over there, there are multiple exactly. Ones. So I'm like over a hundred exactly. Exact. I think it's like one fifty. I don't know. So, so I do know it's Revelation, not Revelations. It's Psalms. <laughs> like okay. it's Psalms. And y'all know what we talk right. about. Right, y'all so, know. <laughs> Psalm 43, 
Oh, God. Thank God for King David. Be still and oh, know that one. I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the Period. earth. Listen, 2020 is going in a way that nobody anticipated. We don't know what to expect moving forward. However, we must trust in the fact that God is God. He is God all by himself. He doesn't need our Not help. We must um, surrender to him. Surrender every single aspect of your life mm. to him. Whether it's your family, um, your job, ministry. Surrender it all to him. Yeah. Right And stay, stay close to him. Press into him. Seek him while he may be found. Taste and see that the Lord is good, That's which so just good. means experience. experience <laughs> David was on to something. David yeah. was on to something. Um, just experience yeah. him. Uh, do not take this moment for granted. But take solace in the fact that we serve a God who is the creator of the universe. The whole. <laughs> not the, right? And he's in control of everything. Thank and you. regardless of what it looks like right now, regardless of what may be happening, in the end, he will get all the Absolutely. glory. And we will all testify of his goodness. And even us as believers, right? We are conduits. We are living reservoirs. We are the uh, we have something deposited on the inside of us. We are the light of the world. Yes. <laughs> um, so take hold on to that and, and, and know that he is our faithful father. Mm-hmm. He is our firm foundation. Um, and he will not lead us astray. Mm. What an awesome God. Like, you know, you ever just sit and like, wow, like. Mm, mm-hmm. mm, mm, mm. I'm like basking in like thinking of like. <laughs> just thinking of of the small you things. You better bask in Barack in his presence. So churchy. Excuse me? Listen. If you know, you know. If you know, you know. Did she just say? Uh, I sure did. Right. And I ain't talking about Obama either. No. <laughs> if you know, you know. Somebody get this girl, please. If you know, you know. She be tearing that apartment up. I know. Look. <laughs> Man, if I got a noise complaint, I look, I can't. Even complain, but you know what? I'm not gonna get a noise no, complaint. No, not at all. <laughs> Pray. All Pray. right. Pray. <laughs> Listen, I haven't laughed today. I needed this. Alrighty, y'all. We're gonna we're gonna end this, but we're gonna pray before Lord. We thank you. We thank you that you are such a good, good father. We thank you that you have kept us up to this point in 2020, Lord. We thank you that you have never left us. Even when things did not look the way that we thought they were going to look or supposed to look, you have never left us. You have never led us astray. So we thank you that for the rest of 2020, that you continue to lead us and guide us. I pray that the things that you want us to do and to accomplish during this time and during the season, I pray that you make it known to us, Father. Help us to not take this time for granted. Help us to move swiftly in the things that you need us to do. Help us to be diligent. Help us to be efficient, God. I pray that when when our faith is low, that we, we, you know, you build us back up, God. And I just thank you so much for just being who you are. Um, Continue to lead us and guide us for the rest of the 2020 and forevermore. You are such a good, 
good father and we love you we bless your name in jesus name amen amen so y'all know the drill um new episodes on a weekly basis and we want to continue to hear from Mm -hmm. y'all so um if there's a topic that y'all are interested in please let us know so when we have episodes (laughs) we have backup listen we have backup but no for we just wanted to be real and raw with y'all um and unfiltered yeah today but no reach out to us if there's any way that we can support you during this time don't hesitate to reach out um but until next time y'all take care bye y'all bye